You're listening to episode 35 of the Becoming Aligned podcast. Welcome to Becoming Aligned, where we'll step away from the busyness of our days to explore what it looks and feels like to create meaningful lives that align with our personal values. My guests have found their own unique way to navigate through the distractions, the pressures, and the expectations of everyday life. And in the process, they have discovered the freedom to be truly themselves, to tune into their own heart, and to honor their own unique voice. I'll explore what motivates them, what challenges them, and what strategies help them work towards their goal in a way that nourishes their mind and body. I believe everyone has a story to share, and that we become a stronger community when we're able to listen and learn from those around us. I'm your host, Maureen Ryan, the founder of Ryan Wellness, I'm a Chicago-based self-discovery mentor and Pilates instructor. I hope these conversations will serve as inspiration and as a reminder that it's not about perfection, but the process of becoming aligned. Hi, everyone. This is the fifth and final solo episode in which I'm sharing a bit more about my story and my journey to becoming aligned. If you missed the last four episodes, please check those out before coming back to this one. I created this short series in the hopes it'll help you along your own personal journey, and I also wanted to give you a better understanding of the Becoming Aligned process, which is the basic structure and foundation for my coaching program and my upcoming online course, which I'll be sharing more about in 2020. In the last few episodes, I've shared how I spent time doing the inner work. I took time to become aware of the shoulds in my life and began to question whether or not they were true for the life I wanted to create for myself. I began to show myself some self-compassion as I worked towards developing a growth mindset and quieting my inner critic. I became aware that I was in the habit of dismissing and numbing my feelings. So I began the process of reconnecting to my feelings and using my feelings as feedback to help me reconnect to what I wanted and what I wanted to create in my life. As I mentioned in the last episode, I took time to explore and be curious about what I wanted. I tried new classes and focused my time and energy on new experiences. As a PE teacher, I consider this my way of incorporating more play into my life. It was an opportunity to learn more about myself, but it required that I actually made time for these things, that I made myself a priority. I had to shift my mindset. I began to focus on being more proactive rather than reactive with how I spent my time and energy. I continued to take note and pay attention to what depleted my energy and what I found energizing. But in saying that, I believe there are seasons in life. Our life situations can affect this to a large degree. If you're a new parent or going back to school or training for a major event, I don't believe it's realistic to think we can have it all. It's a matter of prioritizing what's really important to you based on where you're at in your life right now. And that is always changing. So it's important to revisit again and again. But no matter where we are, we can always take steps to set ourselves up for success. And that does require some planning in order to be proactive. I learned so much from all the inner reflective work I had been doing, but now it was time to put this new sense of knowing into practice, to begin applying what I had learned about myself into my actual life. Because I could feel amazing when I was just on my own and make choices that, you know, fit me when I was kind of on my own and didn't have to rely on other people or interact with others. 
But the reality is I don't live as my life as a hermit. And I imagine you don't as well. So we're constantly interacting with others. And I think that's really like where the practice and really where the learning comes in is how we apply all this inner work that we've been, you know, discovering for ourselves and apply it into our relationships. How do we take care of ourselves and create a life that truly lights us up? It's like, it's so important that we're connected to our core and our truth, but that's just step one. Step two is actually creating a life that aligns with our truth and values. And to do so means that we need to create space for our growth. It's impossible to create something unless there is space for it to exist. And as sometimes I know for myself, I want to will something to happen, but I'm not really carving out room for it in my life. And it's just not very realistic. And what I'm really referring to is that we need to learn to manage our time, energy, and resources in a way that honors our truth and what we want to create for ourselves. That we learn to set healthy, appropriate boundaries. If my goal is to have a more active lifestyle and I'm in the habit of sleeping in and going out with my friends after work, I'm going to need to make some adjustments so that I can find some time in my schedule to make this a reality. Because that's the point. To apply the inner work to create a life that lights you up and feels meaningful to you. The good news is that we can all start small. I think it's actually the best way. It allows us to have some easy wins and that will be motivating and help us to stay consistent, which is so major. Because without consistency, you know, things don't continue to move forward. And I'll use my story, own story as an example. As I shared in episode one, I was ready for a change in my career. And after spending months doing the inner work, I was clear on my why. I knew I wanted to help people step away from the hustle to reconnect to their core in order to create a life that brings them a sense of meaning and purpose. I wasn't exactly sure on how I was going to make that a reality, but I decided one way I could help people connect to their core was through Pilates. I had completed the certification program and was really enjoying teaching because it felt so grounding and it was a way to great way to connect to my body and also help other people do that for themselves, which I think is key. So I began teaching evening and weekend hours. That was my way of working around my current job and gaining some experience. I was still teaching PE and health at this point and was still committed to finding a school counseling job, but that was proving to be difficult during the recession. So I decided to take things into my own hands and look into health coaching and create my own program. I slowly worked on these things in my spare time. This was an expanded period of time when I'm referring to, like a couple years in the process. It was a priority for me, so I made sure I made time for it, but it didn't happen quickly. I took courses to learn how to run an online business and build a website. I learned all I could about how to start a business. I also continued to work on building my Pilates teaching skills. There was so much to learn. Uh, Many of my clients sought out Pilates because they were dealing with injury, so I really wanted to do my best to help them. It was really fun to learn new things and test myself in new ways. I felt so ready to actually begin applying these lessons, and I was ready to make the big step to leave my job as a school teacher. So I decided to share with my, my ideas with my mom. We were out for a walk in her neighborhood when I told her my plan. I was going to resign at the end of the school year, teach Pilates, and start up a coaching practice. (laughs) My mom did not like this idea. She's a very practical woman, so this kind of took her, took her, um, kind of blindsided her. And like, I love my mom, but we don't always agree. 
and she doesn't hesitate to let me know how she feels, which I appreciate overall. <laughs> so I wasn't surprised that we didn't see eye to eye, but I wasn't expecting such a strong reaction from her. The one thing she asked from me was I give it one more year, that I wouldn't make any changes for at least another school year. I was so ready for a change, and had already been teaching on the side for about a year and teaching Pilates on the side for about a year and a half, but I decided to listen to my mom and give it one more year knowing that I was still going to make a change. This would just give me more time to get myself organized and ready. Although, to be honest, there was no way to be completely prepared. I discovered I had so much to learn once I actually did make the leap. But I'm grateful that I didn't rush into anything. I appreciate that I focused on the process and took a series of small steps over an exterior period, extended period of time. Because as an entrepreneur, it was really important that I knew how to set healthy boundaries. And I am just really grateful that I was practicing this skill beforehand because I would have burnt myself out and worked all sorts of crazy hours if I didn't take time to be proactive with how I wanted my business to look and feel. And that's challenging because when you create boundaries for the hours you'll work or just boundaries in general, in general, you have to say no to other opportunities. But then you're able to create something that aligns with your values and that ideally attracts your ideal clients and the and people into your life. And those principles apply to all of us when we're setting healthy boundaries, because we will have to say no to some opportunities. But in doing so, we're creating the space to bring in what truly aligns and lights us up. But as you saw with my mom, not everyone is going to respond positively when you make changes in your life. Granted, she was incredibly supportive and her advice was probably for the best, but just a small example of how some people will not want you to change. They know that your personal growth will have an effect on the relationship, and they may be perfectly happy with how things are going, even if you're not. So it's important to know that you'll have resistance from people. That doesn't mean that you'll need to cancel them from your life. They may not be aware of all the inner work you've been doing so far, so they may need some time to adjust and catch up. Some will be able to, and some won't, and your relationships will change. The good news is that you'll be able to form even deeper, more meaningful relationships with those who are willing to be open to your personal growth. I love the saying that we teach people how we want to be treated. How I present myself in the world, how I care for my needs and wants sends a message. If I want people to value my time, it's important that I value my time. If I want to feel heard, it's important that I listen to my voice and honor the voice inside of me that I speak up and then share that voice. If I want to feel appreciate, appreciated, it's important that I appreciate myself and surround myself with people that I appreciate. And when I find things are not a good fit, I choose to make adjustments and set different boundaries. I choose to take care of myself and show myself some self-compassion because our actions speak louder than our words. When we're able to apply the inner work and make choices that align with our values, people see that and respect it. Applying and integrating the inner work into our real life and into our relationships is a never-ending process. There are always more lessons to learn, but it is so rewarding because it truly allows us to create deep, meaningful relationships with ourselves and those around us. And I have some helpful activities and strategies that I'm looking forward to sharing with you in the new year. Slowly but surely, I am working on creating an online course, which I can't wait to share with you in 2020. It's based on much of what I've shared in these last five episodes. 
but it will go very much deeper and it will also provide space for you to do your own inner work. So please stay tuned as I begin to share more in the new year. I'm planning to take a short break from podcasting so that I can have the bandwidth to complete this project. I'm trying to practice what I preach, essentially, because this course is a labor of love and something that I've wanted to put out into the world for a long time. The tentative plan right now is to have some new podcast episodes to share with you in early March. I have some amazing guests lined up, so I'm really looking forward to those conversations. And I want to take a minute to sincerely thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast. I know there are so many podcasts to choose from, so I really, really appreciate your support. Wishing you a wonderful end to 2019. Hope you all have a wonderful holiday season and that you make time for yourself in what can be a busy season. Take some deep breaths and connect to you. Thanks again for listening. Looking forward to chatting with you in 2020. All the best. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Becoming Aligned. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Becoming Aligned and rate and review this podcast. I'm Maureen Ryan, and I hope you'll join us next time. Take care.